Hello and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened Podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, and today I am sharing a live video that I did on my Instagram all about resistance, falling off the wagon, and the fear of success. And I want to share this with you today because this came up with a client recently, and it's something that I see come up a lot. So I will leave it there. I will let you listen to the video. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, I want to come on here today to talk about resistance and the fear of success and even falling off the wagon, because this is something that came up with a client recently. And this is very, very, very common. It's almost like a rite of passage. And it's something that really important to be aware of because then we can move through it. So resistance is really something that comes up when we are moving outside of our comfort zone. And so a lot of the time we think that resistance means that we need to stop, we need to go back. And this is where we can literally fall off the wagon, procrastinate, sabotage ourselves. And we mistakenly think that this means something is wrong. And here's the thing, resistance shows up when your ego can feel like you are making changes, you're going outside of your comfort zone, you're evolving, you're growing. And so this is something that comes up very commonly in the beginning of when we work together with my clients, because we are making shifts and we are moving past, stretching past the comfort zone. And so it's important to be aware of this. And this is why inside of the Rising Women course, there is a whole module and trainings on this but it's really not a sign to stop. It's usually the opposite. Your ego is designed to keep you safe. It's a part of you and it likes to stay nice and comfy, cozy in comfort zone where nothing grows. And so this is where we can also experience even ego deaths or identity crisis because we are shifting the way we're thinking, what we're believing, what we're doing, who we are deciding to be. And a lot of the time, this is where we can have our ego have tantrum or a fit because it's like, nope, I don't know what's over there. Even if consciously we're like, this is where I want to go. I want to be healthier, happier, wealthier, whatever it is. Subconsciously, it's like, that is the unknown. We do not want to go there. And so this is where most people stop, give up or revert back to their old patterns or old way of beings. And so the approach that I'm going to talk about today is very different than just Um, pushing ourselves or forcing ourselves, because one of the things we want to do is be aware of this, but then also befriend this part of ourselves, because if we're just fighting it, then it's also not very effective. So I'm going to get into this. But what I really want to remind you is when you do something new, when you move outside of your comfort zone, it's going to feel uncomfortable. And that's the point. You've never been here before. Feelings of discomfort are not a stop sign. And so this is where um, my client had issues with resistance coming up there was almost this like oh there's this resistance like I'm not sure like it's almost like should I be feeling this resistance and for me it was almost a celebration because that means the ego it like we're poking it we're poking the bear and we're stirring things up and obviously there is a way to move through this which I'm going to talk about and so for her there were some concerns around issues with procrastination starting things well but falling off the wagon or not seeing certain things through. And so this is where there are a lot of resistance coming up around stories. I always do this. I always sabotage. I always fall off the wagon. I never finish through. I never complete. I can't keep up healthy patterns. I've never done that in the past. And we have all of these stories, especially where we look for proof 
hasn't worked in the past. I've done that. La, la, la. So this is where the ego loves to throw everything it has in our path, in our path. And it can be very, very convincing. And this is where it can be really helpful to have a coach or a mentor because it is very convincing. And this is where we are very much inclined to follow that voice and just listen to it. And so here, what we did instead was looking at meeting the resistance with inquiry instead of more motivation or more discipline or just get over it or try harder or be stricter, which is most of the time what a lot of people do or a lot of programs do. And this most often creates more shame and increased likelihood to not even try or pursue or keep going. And it's important to realize in these moments that this resistance, these voices are parts of us, they're patterns, they're not us. And this is where it's really helpful to differentiate and to disidentify with it. Like, that's not me. It's a pattern. It's a past version of me, whatever. And looking at these conflicted parts inside of us. And so that's the work that I did with my client, a lot of the work around parts integration. So integrating these parts of ourselves that might be in conflict, but that initially want the best for you. And so how do we make those parts work together for the best of ourselves? And so this is where we look at listening to each part instead of being like, shut up, you're coming with me and I don't want to hear from you. And that's where it can just have more tantrum energy. And so it's important to look at there is a pattern here and a protector that is protecting your inner child because most of the time this will come from childhood. And so when we use motivation or shame to move forward, this is where it's not very effective versus using desire. Because shame is just this energy, like the most contracting energy. And if we're beating ourselves up to get to where we want to go, it's very unlikely if we do get there, maybe we do, but that we're going to want to do it again and again and again. And we're just beating ourselves up in the process. It's not sustainable. And so this is where we discovered there was a fear of success with my client. Fear is always trying to teach us. It's either trying to teach you or protect you. So this is where we want to inquire. Why are you holding yourself back from doing what you know you need to do or what you want to do or having what you want? And so this is where fear can come, can come up. So what is the fear trying to protect you from? What is it trying to teach you? This kind of helped us discover different patterns from childhood, which I'm going to get into. Because a part of you may not want this freedom, this wealth, this health, this fitness, this relationship, this love whatever. And it can feel really conflicting because a part of us is like, why wouldn't I want wealth? Why wouldn't I want a loving relationship? Why wouldn't I want a healthy fit body? But subconsciously, there are parts of ourselves that have learned that that's not safe. That might mean this, that might mean rejection, whatever it is. And so these are the patterns that are showing up when we are stretching towards what we want. And so for her, there were conflicting parts where we realize that when she tried to be perfect, quote unquote, in the past, she was unloved, yelled at, et cetera. And there was a story about I'm only loved if I'm perfect. And so essentially there was this pattern of not following through or being successful in what she does, because if she's perfect, she's still screamed at, she's not loved, she's 
yelled at, whatever it is. And so there was this like conflicting energy of like, I want to move forward and I want to have success. But then subconsciously, she was holding herself back because in her body, it meant I'm going to be screamed at. And so we cannot know this consciously unless we start to do the inner work. And so this is where we start to befriend these parts of ourselves instead of be like, what's wrong with me? Why do I never follow through? Actually, there's a part of you that is doing a really good job protecting yourself. But now we need to go back to parent that part and love on that part and see that part because that part didn't get the attention, love, whatever it needed in that specific time. Because a lot of the time this is during childhood or early teenage years where we didn't have the resources to fully process what was happening. So we suppressed it and we shut it down. And so what happens here is we might be sabotaging ourselves because of pattern stories, energies, emotions being suppressed in our bodies. And so what happens is if the conscious mind and the body don't feel safe to move forward, if they're in opposition to what your conscious mind wants, you will likely self-sabotage, hold yourself back, fall off the wagon, and just keep repeating the same cycles, beating yourself up and wondering what the F is wrong with you, when actually there's a part of you that's protecting yourself. So instead, when we approach resistance with acceptance and openness, ironically, we create long-term change because we're not fighting a part of ourselves. It's like this draining energy. And the thing is, whatever is going on subconsciously in the body will win because we can't willpower our way through that. It will win at the end of the day. And so this is where, well, we can be creating subconsciously these patterns and these cycles because it's what's running under the surface. It Under the surface, it's like the computer program. And so we know that 95% of our reality is created by the subconscious. So we want to work with the subconscious to get what we want. And we can do that, which is awesome. It's not like, oh, I have this pattern from childhood or I have this limiting belief that I created and now I'm screwed. I just have to live with this for the rest of my life. No, you could actually change it and reprogram it. And so this is really the first part, the awareness and acceptance and really looking at it, seeing it. We're giving this part of ourselves a voice, which allows it to be seen, which is all that it wants. It doesn't want to be seen by anyone else, mom, dad, the whole world, the internet. No, it only needs to be seen by you, but we continuously push it aside. We willpower our way through it. We suppress, we numb, we avoid. And this is what gives it more power actually. So when we're aware of this, we can befriend this resistance by allowing it to speak its concern. So it's almost like giving this a character and speaking to it, asking it questions. So we allow it to speak its concerns and then we get to be the adult version and choose to move forward anyway. But we're not just dragging this part of ourselves like you're coming with me I don't care what you're going to say I don't care about you it's almost like this is a child version of you or a child in general and you're just like shut up follow me I don't want to hear from you that's not very effective and the child probably could have a tantrum or really resent you and so we get to reassure this part of ourselves which is really important that we are safe we get to give it what it needs that it didn't get in that moment so we get to reparent and then we get to move forward. And so what we're doing is we're catering to this part of ourselves by meeting its need, but while we give our higher self more power to take the lead. So now it's our higher self, if you wanna call it that way, 
who gets to take the lead. And we're basically like, inner child, you can come with me. You can chill. I got you. But we're going this way. And so this is where we take our power back. This is where we take responsibility. And this is where we can see change. And so what happened for my client was she realized that she had no idea that little me still had so much influence and control over her reactions and decisions. And so that was really eye-opening for her to see, oh, actually there was a little part of me that was really driving the bus here. And it's almost like your five-year-old, 10-year-old self is in charge of your finances. It's in charge of your health. It's in charge of relationships. Unless you consciously um, do the work and show up and consciously, you know, decide and take action. If you're subconscious, if you're running on the subconscious, a lot of the time it's like your little child self is running the show in these areas of your life. And so we don't want that because we don't want them to lead, but we do want them to feel inclusive because this is about integrating all parts of ourselves. But then who is the one that's leading? That is the differentiating factor. And so this is where we get to give a voice to the one who's sabotaging, who's procrastinating to whatever they're doing. What is the need that needs to be met? What is really behind this behavior? Because any behavior that we're doing or not doing is serving a purpose. And then we're feeding the higher version of you. And so this is where most programs don't give a voice to the small cell. And most of the time we don't do this. We ignore it, we override it. And as I mentioned, this is not very sustainable. And so what happened here with my client when we allowed the parts integration, so allowed all of these parts to integrate and then giving a voice to different parts of herself and then also allowing her to really connect with her higher self. From what started as food FOMO and I feel like I'm gonna miss out if I eat healthy. She then started to feel more free to make food choices that are actually good for her. She didn't feel like she was missing out anymore on food and that she's actually enjoying what she's choosing to eat because it's a conscious decision and she actually wants it. It's not about, you can't have this, it's about I'm choosing. And so this also shifted the energy that she had with herself because she realized there were different parts of herself that were coming out. And so this is where we can see there's a, there are patterns, there are past versions of ourselves, there are different energies. And so we're not identifying with them anymore. And so she was able to disidentify with a lot of these voices that weren't even hers. They're from programming, our parents, our school, or whatever. And a lot of these limitations that are just keeping her playing small. And then we can really connect with what do you actually desire? What is your higher self really wanting to create? And then how can we match those actions with that version of you? And so this is where we start to move integrated and in wholeness versus I'm basically this fight internally that's always going on and it's just exhausting. And a lot of the time, as I mentioned, the little you, whatever you want to call it, small self will win because it's subconscious. And this is in the body versus in our minds. So that was my little TED talk around resistance and point off the wagon, fear of success. If there's any questions, you can put them in the comments. Um, but this is 
really a different approach to let's just try harder. Let's just do more. Let's just motivate ourselves more, whatever. Um, and this is really an integrated way of moving forward by actually allowing all parts of ourselves to be here, but then choosing who is going to lead the way. And so inside the Rising Woman, this is my one-on-one signature program where we work on these five core areas for the sustainable change, holistic healing, inner transformation that creates the inner and the outer transformation. And so big focus on nourishing the female physiology, holistic body, so that's mind, body, soul, honoring the infradian rhythm. So this is the basically the 28th day cycle that is characteristic for females. And so men don't have this. They only function on 24 hour clock, women function on 28 day cycle and 24 hour clock. And so this is where we are not the same day in and day out. I'm sure you've realized that and our needs will fluctuate socially, physically, emotionally, mentally. And this is where we can also nourish ourselves according to where we are in our cycle and what's going on hormonally, et cetera. And so this is a different approach to a lot of where like the fitness community or even like diet, where it's a lot about like do more, eat less, exercise harder, fast longer. And so this can be really damaging for the female endocrine system. And this is where we really want to look at how can we nourish the female endocrine system, female body in a way that is actually going to support its different processes versus a lot of those other sort of methods can downregulate the metabolism, affect fertility, inhibit menstruation, all these kinds of things, reduce the production of sex hormones. And this is where we can have lots of problems with our hormones and then actually less results. So that is a lot of the physical aspect of it, but it's not just physical. Then releasing somatic and energetic blockages. This is often held in the womb space, which can affect, of course, fertility, endocrine system, but then in other areas of the body too, like very much in the stomach and the chest a lot of the time. And this is a lot of the work where, as I mentioned, subconsciously we're holding energies in our bodies where we just suppressed it. We couldn't deal with it at the time, but it's still living there. And this is where this can be leading the show. And this can also, especially if we have, you know, lower vibrational energies like shame, guilt, sadness, if we're not processing that, or we, we haven't, then this can also affect ourselves in the body. And this is actually scientifically proven. And this is why it's not just about looking at the physical, like what are you eating? What are you drinking? Are you moving your body? But also your emotional health and trauma and all that kind of thing. So we are releasing that. Balancing the masculine and feminine energy. So I've talked about this a lot on here, um, but for females in general, we are majority feminine energy. Like that's how we function optimally. But of course there is masculine feminine, feminine within each of us. But the thing is we are swinging way over to the masculine, especially in the 21st century, where it's all about the doing. And we are not really allowing ourselves to lean into the feminine, which is the receiving, the magnetism. It's so much about our energetic state. And so this can also affect our physical health, but also our relationships, how we show up in relationships, connection, um, intimacy, even in career and money and all of these things. So it's really important that we allow that to be in balance because for a lot of us, we've completely shifted to the masculine. And so now we're seeing a return into returning to the feminine and how important it is 
to balance both of those. Regulating the nervous system and reestablishing safety in the body is another key piece. And we talked about this um, a little bit about safety in the body and how that's really important. If we do want to move outside of our comfort zone, create new things, become a bigger, better version of ourselves, quote unquote. And so regulating the nervous system is a key piece too, because if we're constantly in fight or flight or if we're stuck in freeze mode, then it's going to be very difficult to move the body forward. And the body, as I mentioned, the subconscious lives in the body. And so it's really important that we have the body on board and on board with the mind. We want them in sync. So regulating the nervous system is a big part of as well, hormonal balancing and physical health, because this can perpetuate anxiety, mood issues, depression, but then it can also inhibit sex hormones and affect the physical health in so many ways, gut, et cetera. So this is a really big key part. And then the last key core area is inner child healing. So we talked a little bit about that today with little me or the small self, and then deconditioning from these limiting beliefs where, for instance, um, you know, it's not safe to be successful or I'm only loved if I'm perfect or it's not safe to be wealthy, or if I'm fit, then I'll be rejected by my family. Like there's so many limiting beliefs that can be created from a memory and that we're not even consciously aware of. And we all have these sort of stories in different areas of our life. And so it's really important that we bring awareness to them and then we can reprogram them. And so there we can deprogram from these stories that are not serving us anymore, that protected us at one point, that are not serving us anymore with where we want to go and who we want to be. And deprogram, deprogramming from things like people pleasing. It's like we don't actually do what we want to do or say what we want to say. And we prioritize everyone else. Good girl syndrome. I talked about uh, I talked a lot about this before as well and recently on my Instagram. Um, but this is also where we put on masks and we don't allow ourselves to be the true authentic version of ourselves. And this can create a lot of internal turmoil. And then of course, we're also creating the reality that is not actually based on what we desire, but it's more about shoulds. And I've been taught this and this is how I'm accepted and I fit in, et cetera. And so this holds us back from showing up authentically and powerfully in our life. And this is where as well, if we're not congruent with who we really are. And if we're not showing up that way and speaking that way, if we're not really aligned, mind, body, soul, then this is also where life can throw obstacles and roadblocks in our way to bring us back to our alignment. And this is a lot of what human design kind of talks about as well, where when we are living according to our design, our energy type, you know, accordance to our soul desires and who we really are, then this is really the, the path of least resistance and where things really work out more effortlessly. There's more synchronicities, more magic, if you want to call it that. And we are able to manifest more in flow. And it also feels better, of course. So this is where we really want all of those parts of ourselves to be in sync and in alignment. And for us to actually be showing up authentically, authentically as who we are, what we want, et cetera. And so all of these core areas are here for a specific reason. Like I have a process inside the rising woman so that you can experience not only the physical health, experience regular cycles without PMS stalking you out each month, have the energy to actually focus on what truly matters to you instead of being consumed by your symptoms, 
reignite that spark inside of you that feels passion, ambition, and purpose for your life again. Get clear on what it is you actually want to create in this life and this lifestyle and feel confident and empowered to go all in on it, to actually create it. And I'll just be like, oh, that would be nice to have that, but not for me. No, we're actually creating that and moving towards it at, of course, the pace that feels good for you. See that you can actually embody the powerful, badass, magnetic version of yourself and let her lead your life more. So we talked about this um, inside this training where I was talking about what version of you is actually leading your life. A lot of the time it's our small self, our inner child. So we really want to look at what is the version of me that I want to lead my life. So that you can deeply trust in your intuition, your body's wisdom, and the feminine and the masculine, because we want to lean into both of those when they are needed. To feel more joy, pleasure, and peace from within. Real raw connection in your relationships, not just externally, but also within yourself. And magic in your life. And the last point is really about making your health and happiness a priority now. Because we just tend to put it off for later. I'm not ready yet. I shouldn't other people's opinions or whatever. And so we get to actually make this a priority now without constantly second guessing ourselves or doubting ourselves or people pleasing, like I mentioned. So this is really what it's all about. So this inner outer transformation. So I'll leave it there. If this is something that really interests you that you want to look into, you're resonating, you can click the link in my bio and apply. The investment will be going up for some March. So you can grab a discount in the next week, I believe. And if you have any questions, always happy to chat more as well. And I will wrap it up here for this training today. Thank you so much for hopping on and I will talk to you next time.